is Financial Sense with Eric Cameron from Hackenberg Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Eric provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Financial Sense with Eric Cameron. Hello and welcome back to Financial Sense. I'm Eric Cameron with Hackenberg Financial Group. You know, there are a lot of reasons so many people love fall. The changing leaves, the fresh and local apple cider, the appearance of Halloween decorations, and perhaps best of all, many parts of the country still have several weeks of warm temperatures before winter gets ready to sink its teeth in. Of course, fall also means that the end of the year is in sight, which also means it's time to prepare a list of financial to-dos that you may want to conclude before January 1st. A bank rate article, Greg McBride's End of Year Financial Checklist, 15 Tasks to Complete, highlight some of the things I often discuss with clients during the end of year appointments. The first step is to review your spending patterns during the current year and then use that information to adjust your for your budget in 2023. For many folks, 2022 was a year of transition as both our society and economy continued to open back up after COVID-19 shutdowns. That meant more trips to the gas station and more family outings to the movies and Chuck E. Cheese's. And when reviewing your spending for the year, what jumps out at you? Did you spend more on lunches than you realized? Did you end up coming a little little bit short on your goal for the emergency fund? No matter what you find during your review, there's likely little reason to panic. Just use that information built for a 2023 budget that fits your needs. Next, you should double check your progress you've made on paying down your significant pieces of debt. For example, What was your debt load on January 15th? And then what was your debt load on November 15th? Is it smaller? Is it bigger? Or maybe it was the same. If it's gotten bigger or stayed the same, it's time to come up with a new plan before you greet the new year. Remember, in many ways, debt is a set of financial handcuffs that reduces your ability to reach your biggest financial goals. Looking ahead to potentially paying down debt in 2023, consider adjusting your financial strategy to help you prioritize cutting your expenses, even if it's just for a limited period of time. Slashing your spending for three or four months may supply you with extra cash that you can dedicate to paying off debt. Debt consolidation may be another option, though I would strongly recommend working with a financial services professional if you're considering that route. You should next thoroughly review how well you've achieved your savings goals for the end of the year and make any necessary savings goals changes for 2023. Remember, there are a lot of rewards that come with having a healthy savings account. First, if you head into retirement with a healthy amount in savings, you'll likely find it easier to maintain your preferred lifestyle. Secondly, ample savings helps you address emergency spending without having to rely on your credit cards. Let's say the oven breaks a week before you slated to host 25 relatives for Thanksgiving. If you have adequate savings, you can go out to the appliance store and purchase a replacement without having to worry about paying interest. Cash savings is important, 
but you should also meet with your financial services professional to discuss things like adequately contributing to your retirement accounts, establishing 529 college saving plans, and other types of investment vehicles. As you review your financial strategy before the end of the year, spending a good amount of time on where your savings is at currently and where you'd like to be beginning next year is essential. The article next recommendation is to discuss a potential Roth conversion with your financial services professional. As the article explains, if you've experienced an income reduction this year, you may want to consider taking advantage of a lower tax bracket by converting pre-tax retirement assets like traditional IRAs into Roth IRAs. While Roth IRAs may be a good move for many people, you should note that there are some potential drawbacks, including the fact that a conversion will trigger taxes on contributions that aren't already taxed. You should next analyze your asset allocation and rebalance your portfolio if necessary, by the end of the year. As countless news stories make clear, we're still dealing with high inflation and some degree of market volatility, which means that you and your financial service professional may want to discuss an investment mix. Changing your preferred mix of stocks, bonds, cash, and other investment this time of year means you may position yourself to begin the new year with a fresh perspective and renewed confidence. We don't have the time and space during our episodes to really get into the meat and potatoes of investing, so I would once again urge you to work closely with your financial service professional on any of all any or all of your investment needs. Reviewing your beneficiaries by the end of the year is another important thing to cross off your financial to-do list. Adding or removing a beneficiary on your accounts is an essential part of making sure your wishes are followed and that your assets end up where you want them to. And don't forget that beneficiaries supersede wills, so make sure your will is aligned with your various beneficiaries. Look, life's hectic, and it's easy to forget to change a beneficiary when your circumstances call for it. That's why having a beneficiary view as one of your year-end to-dos is so important. Next, Bankrate reminds us of the potential importances of harvesting tax losses. The article explains that you can write off investment losses. The IRS calls them capital losses with regard to your income taxes, which then shrinks your taxable income and provides you with a small tax break. Be aware that losses must be realized, which simply means that you've sold the stock in order to receive the deduction. Moreover, you must take the step prior to final trading day of the year, which is generally December 31st. You should also review your flexible spending account, or FSA, balance before we welcome in the new year. If you're utilizing an employer-provided FSA, ensure that you're fully aware of how much you have left to spend because that balance is use it or lose it. Some employers provide a grace period, which usually ends in the middle of March, thus giving you an extra two and a half months to spend the money you set aside during the previous year. But if your employer doesn't provide that grace period, Make sure that you spend that FSA money down by the end of the year. Reviewing changes to benefits and completing the open enrollment process is another thing you should do before the end of the year. This year's final quarter is often the start of open enrollment, which is the window of time when you can select or change benefits for the upcoming year. If you haven't done so already, carve out some time to review what your employer is offering and to make sure that you have everything you need. What are the potential consequences of missing open enrollment? 
It certainly varies from employer to employer, but there's a chance that missing your open enrollment period, which means you will have to keep what you chose the previous year and have or have no benefits at all. And with the price of health care, having no benefits at all could be a negative impa- impact for you and your financial strategy. If you've gotten married or had a child, open enrollment is your opportunity to add them to your benefits plan. And if you haven't previously taken advantage of an FSA, open enrollment is your chance to begin doing so. As you can see, open enrollment is a to-do that most folks can't afford to overlook. Hey, if you've enjoyed today's show, please visit our website at hackenberg.biz and click on my radio page. And also be sure to subscribe to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you'd like more information about today's episode, give me a call at 330-489-9999. Thanks for listening and we'll talk again soon. Thank you for listening to Financial Sense. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cameron at Hackenberg Financial Group. Call 330-489-9999 or visit them online at hackenberg.biz. Insurance products and services are offered through Hackenberg Financial Group. Eric Cameron and Hackenberg Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.